Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. It's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking. Everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out. It's all he's asking. Over like Rover. He keeps it real. He's no joker. Original. He's no poser. No competition. He's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer because it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, guys. All right. Here we go. A little Tuesday action. Tuesday edition of the Taz Show. Yes. We're going to be streaming and streaming, uh, you know, for, uh, well, just about two hours here. A little under weather, under the weather. Uh, sorry, the lovely upper respiratory gimmick going on. This time of year where the weather's changing here in the Northeast, where it all of a sudden just got cold. And uh, so I got all sorts of, uh, you know, different ibuprofens in me and fluids uh drank uh three shots of nyquil right before the show and some vodka to make my throat feel better i should be sleeping by segment two so uh that's (laughs) anyway that's the deal on that so we're gonna talk some raw i watched raw last night i actually enjoyed it very much i have some things i want to discuss with you on raw i do have a couple of questions i'm confused on that they did here um, but first and foremost, I want to thank everybody who's listening live right now on the radio.com app, or maybe you're listening live at tashow.com. Thank you for the love. Appreciate that. And maybe you're checking out the podcast version of the show, which drops every single day. And you can grab that at radio.com uh, or tashow.com or the radio.com app, meaning the on-demand content. No video today. We'll do video probably later in the week. That's kind of what's going to evolve for a while here, you know, until we see what's going on in 2018. We'll do video maybe once a week, maybe uh, stuff like that, Gimmick Clubhouse video or Rage Cave. We're working it all out, but that's not important. What's important is what happens in today's show. Uh, Oh, also should mention that we will have the PW Insider Report today. Mike Johnson will be on today uh, in uh, in the segment here on the Taz Show. Um, You can call the show if you'd like. That's another thing you can do. That's an 866 475-2948. Yes, the phone number is at 866-475-2948. Exactly. And, um, uh, la, la, la. oh, yes, before I go on with the show, I want to mention, make sure you go vote today. Make sure you go vote for the best of what we got. And that is the man known as Pat McGroin. Vote McGroin, okay? And make sure you, you help Lincoln Park, New Jersey. Vote him in. Pat is not in today, correct? Let me bring in the biz dev guy, Dennis Jones, out of Lumberjack. Dennis, there's no Pat around. Right? Pat will not be in on the on the floor today. He is busy stumping. Is, isn't that a uh, political term? Yes. yes, they all say that in the politics. He will be at the polls. A vote for Pat McGroin is a clear choice for change. I'm a simple man, and I'm the best of what we got. Woo. Woo. Dude, I hear myself in the background. I hear an echo. Here we go again. Woo! Yeah, Pat McGroin. Uh, that's right. Pat McGroin. Vote McGroin. Vote McGroin. That's the key. Vote McGroin. Pat, welcome to the Taz Show. Hi, thank you. So anyway, so uh, hopefully we hear how it went. Uh, tomorrow, maybe Pat McGroin. I got an idea. Maybe Pat should be the special guest tomorrow. That's not a bad idea, right, Dennis? 
Oh, get a little graphic going. Yeah, I'll do the graphic team. Anthony. What's up, boss? Studio director extraordinaire. You're the guest call screener today, I heard, huh? I am, I am. I'm filling in because Pat's got to go stump around uh, Lincoln Park. It looks like you guys Googled the word stumping around, so that's why it's like you both are saying it a lot now. It's kind of annoying already. That's the only political word we know. Stump my groin. (laughs) There it is. Oh, geez. That's that's a layup. (laughs) I'm very happy with Seaman. Let me get into... uh, this show here before it goes off the rails anymore than it did already. Uh, so uh, that's the deal. Uh, a little, uh, I'll do some football chatter later. I was wrong on my prediction. Did I predict that the Packers would win in the frozen frozen tundra? You did it first, and then I reminded I reminded you that uh, Aaron Rodgers is out, and you were like, "Oh yeah, the Lions will yeah, win." Brett, Brett Hundley Jones. Uh, uh, anyway, we'll maybe get into that a little later on. So let me talk about Raw. Um, yeah, so. It's interesting to me. Um, I, I enjoyed the show, like I said. Uh, they did some pretty cool stuff on the show. Okay, it, it almost felt like a go home for Survivor Series. It wasn't. I think that's two weeks away, I believe. Um, but it had that feel because they did some cool stuff, and I'll get into some of that cool stuff in the, right here in, in the show here today. So, but just working kind of backwards. Again, yeah, pardon for my breathing. It's just I got like phlegm stuck in my throat. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so I need like uh, some witch hazel. Wit wits which 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 hazel which like uh like a frog's leg, like you need a witch's potion? No. Like Vicks, like you rub it on your throat like a flame hot, like red hot. Okay. Anyway. So anyway. Wah, uh, wah. Like I was saying, uh, they did some interesting stuff yesterday uh, on Raw, and they were in Manchester, UK, which is always, the UK audiences, no matter where you go in the UK, are always spectacular. They are just, because they're not spoiled. This is the pro- This is the thing. They're not spoiled. Where our American audience, our fan base here, the ones that go to the shows, we're spoiled. As American wrestling fans, we got so much wrestling here. They got a lot of wrestling over there, don't get me wrong. I'm saying when WWE Raw is the, is the mothership, we know that. That's the big show. And when the big show goes to these other countries, these people appreciate it. They're not sitting there, I mean, doing crazy, silly-ass chants, except for the one about the girl. I want to know, will you be my girl? Hey, baby, yeah, I want to know. Vote at my groin. Will you pat McGroin? <laughs> no. Will you vote McGroin? <laughs> oh, Lordy B. Oh, I've broken the song, D. I've broken the song. It happens. You got that. You, the people over in the UK, they bring that out of you. Hey, hey, baby. Yeah. I want to vote for. Mr. Pat my groin, clear choice for change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat <laughs> stomping around. Stomp, Ooh. stomp. Ah. What about me? Can I sing the song? All right, all right. So anyway, um, they did something that I, I was a little scratching my head a little bit on Raw. It, it was cool when... 
they had this amazing match. There was this amazing match with Rollins, Deans, the main event, the tag match. Sheamus, Cesaro. It was a great match. I was really, you know, I was digging it. These guys did a really, really tremendous job. Four guys, you know, gel real well, worked together for so many times in the past. Announcers did a good job telling the story here. And it was for the tag team titles. And as most of us know, they changed the titles. They put the titles on, on Sheamus and Cesaro, which means now... At Survivor Series, the Raw Tag Team Champions, Cesaro and Sheamus, will defend, well, not defend, will fight uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos, okay? Which I think will be an excellent match. I, I'm looking forward to seeing these four guys apply their craft at Survivor Series. I think all of that's going to be awesome. I have no problem with the WWE taking the titles off of uh, Rollins and, and Ambrose. I got no problem with that at all. I really don't. I got no problem with a SmackDown interruption. I have no problem with that. And I have no problem with Kurt Angle rallying up the troops not to let that happen again where they're going to come to our locker room and beat the piss out of us. So we're going to go out to the arena and get them. I, I liked all that. I enjoyed it. Um, What I was a little confused on was two things during this thing. So I don't want to just give you the negative. I'm, that's why I told you the front end of the positive. I was a little confused when they played the video wall and the music of the New Day. Because if it's a Raw show and the New Day are SmackDown guys, I know it's all WWE, but if we're going to get stuck in semantics and in the storyline, which is important when you're doing an, a SmackDown versus Raw storyline, why, why and you're doing separate brands, why would you have... Or why would it be able, I know the answer, it's a rhetorical question. Why would it be able to, why would that happen? Why would they be able to play the SmackDown wrestlers intro and video wall, even though they came to the audience the new day? Why would that happen? I was I was confused. Like, why? That it, that seems confusing to me. Why would Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle obviously didn't know. It, this is all in story that I'm talking. I'm talking fictional here. Kurt Angle didn't know. Well, how did it happen? Did they sabotage? The, did they uh, take the truck hostage? Like, what did they do? How'd this happen? <laughs> I know these are these are the little nuanced things, but the nuanced things, as I've been saying for about three years out here, are very important. The nuanced things are very important, especially when, you know, the bulk of your audience or the ones you want to get are the hardcore fan because you're trying to sell subscriptions on the WWE Network. And most of the casual fans aren't spending 10 bucks a month on wrestling on the WWE Network. Most of real dedicated wrestling fans are hardcore fans. Not, I'm not stereotyping all casual fans. I don't want to get hit with 5 million tweets from casual fans attacking me. I'm casual, but I subscribe. That would be odd. I don't want that. Bunch of casual people sitting in their casual cars and their casual office cubicles and their casual phones and their casual Twitter accounts, tweet me. I subscribe. I'm casual. Shut up. Dennis, you feel? Some would say you're a uh, casual conversational cursor. <laughs> you fucking ain't right. <laughs> uh-huh. 
So anyways, so here's the thing. Why would that play? Again, rhetorical questions here. So, you know, I, I find myself sometimes I tweet questions like this, Dennis, and then people actually answer them. Like, And I'm like, I, I don't need your answer. Don't you understand the arrogance that I have? The <laughs> ego I have? Do people not realize this? You and Anthony know. So you're saying we need a, we already have a uh, sarcastic font. We just put it in all caps. Now we need to have a rhetorical question font? Yes. Uh, and I have the answer. Okay. Because I'm a genius. When I email somebody, or if I am texting them, like if I have to give them, well, texting is a bad example. They already have your phone number. If I have to email someone, I want to give them my cell number. <laughs> I do this thing that I saw some big-time executive, a radio executive, about eight years ago. I was in a dialogue with this guy on an email. Trying to, you know, maybe get a show. Long story. I was in TNA or WWE at the time. I don't remember where I was. And the guy emailed me back his cell number, and he put it. He put this whole little paragraph in, and then um, he put his name, you know, Bobby Rottencock. Let's say it's his name. And in parentheses, I'm sorry. He put his phone number, and in parentheses, he put a lowercase C. And I sat there. And I looked at this, and I'm like, this is genius. This guy is the coolest fucking guy I've ever emailed. <laughs> like, so that's like my thing now. Dude, I do, it, I do it a lot. If you look at my emails, you'll see some stuff. Not just, I'll use that parentheses with a lowercase letter for stuff, and I want motherfuckers to figure it out. I had to sit there, I'm like, what does that mean? This guy is badass. Well, that right there serves our rhetorical. That's what we're the Taz Show Nation, the We Over fan base. We're gonna do an, a, the letter R, lowercase in parentheses. So when I tweet something that's a rhetorical question for you people paying attention to me right now, I will put a parentheses with an underscore with a uh, with a lowercase R. Do you like this? That is a genius move. And you feeling me on this? Don't believe that you guys are my committee. How bad is this? <laughs> Don't insult us. Why are you not happy with us? <laughs> I have amazing answers. You guys are a great sub. We're just stumping for you. Yeah, I know. And you will abuse it. Um, so, rhetorically asking, why was this... Video wall playing. Why was this music playing when I'm watching Raw and I'm sitting there? And so, you know me, I'll get confused sometimes. What guys on what brand that happens that on the air right here? Um, and I'm like, what the fuck? Wait a minute. What new day? I thought they would smack. And, and then uh, the announcers kind of explained the law a little teeny bit. And then when I saw the dudes coming through the audience, I'm like, oh, that's right. They all would smack down. They're wearing blue shirts. And, I, you know, Here's the other question. So I had said I had two things I was confused about with that segment, which I have no problem with. I have no problem with, with, with the SmackDown interruption. I have no problem with that. I just don't like that they they played the video on the music. So I explained that. The other thing I don't like is that it was the New Day. You know what should have been, people? It should have been the Usos. <laughs> it should have been the Usos. Dennis, did you get a chance to see Raw? Yes, I watched Raw in its entirety. Okay, did you catch the end? Did you catch? Did you hear what I just said about the? the uh, yeah, the uh, great call on the on the 
the video package. That sh- the what what is it called? The video video the wall. Video wall. Didn't even think of that, and now that you say that it makes 100% sense, why would they show it? And, and then, why- hold on. In defense to WWE, in defense to them, you shouldn't think of it. You should not think of it. That's that's what they want fans not to think of because it's a little nuanced to get the story going, but then there's the other side of the nuance that you got to make things make sense too. See, if I'm in an agent meeting or production meeting, I don't care if Vince is there, whoever's there, I'm going to raise my hand and say, I, I have just one thing I got to – I think we, we should not play the video and the music because these guys are not on the brand. I guarantee you one of those production folks, not, no, not production folks, one of the agents, that's a respect thing, so one of the former wrestlers, you know, they call them the producers now, one of them will stand up or say something. They probably did, and it was overruled in, in a respectful manner. There's no arguments. But I continue, Dennis, what you saying. And then to your second point, it makes, like, what was the point of the New Day? It, yeah. um, if like when they first came out, it was like, all right, it's going to be another invasion, and how are they going to go about it? And then it was just the new day, and it's like, all right, this made no sense. Like, they- <clears throat> well, I think what, uh, just so you hear, hear me out, bro. Just so like, I think the sense of it, not that I liked it in the moment. I think what they're doing is it's probably going to be Shield versus the uh, New Day at the at the Survivor Series. That's probably what they're going to uh, do. That would make sense. Yeah, so uh, I would do three on three. Now, rumors are Roman Reigns not going to be back by then, but maybe he will be back. No matter if it's two on two or three on three, I think that's where they're going to go. But So that's probably why they had. Then you know what? For hits and giggles, okay, uh, have the Usos and the New Day come out and interrupt. Have the New Day come out like you did without the music, though. And then on a different VOM, you know what a VOM is? Uh, I mean, I know it is short for vomit. I'm assuming it's not that. And you know what a vom is? A vom, or Did like like the word stuff? vom. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's asking. You Sorry, I got to call. <laughs> Casho. <laughs> oh, that was perfect. Uh, anyway, a vomitorian. I think that's how you say it. No idea it's what that, that is. We teach you, Sonny. <laughs> you know, you go in an arena and you have um, even a stadium, like the like where okay, let's say you're at a at a hockey game, you're watching the Rangers, and you're gonna get up and go get a, a big kibasi nachos and beer, which is something you would do during a game. That's a light order, yeah. You get up and you walk through that little tunnel area to go to the mezzanine or go to the, the bathroom or go to the concessions, that little tunnel thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yeah. That's called the VOM. And it's short for what, a vomit, a volatile, what is it? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I don't really know, but I we always call them VOMs. So okay. <laughs> I think it's a vomitorian. That's probably not it. Sounds but, good to uh, me. It works for this show where people are tweeting like, no, it's not, you fucking asshole. <laughs> you need to learn my fucking vomitorian. You treat me like an asshole. It is spinning. I got such congestion. I can't do the pimento because then my head starts to pound. <sighs> <sighs> Shit. All right. So, anyway, um, you have both come out. Then you have the Usos come out on a different in a different VOM area with microphones. Have them doing their hip-hop, urban, rap-type field gimmick that they do, which is great, and saying something like insulting in their style of promo. And then uh, 
you know, you have New Day also. I wouldn't put them in the same VOM, New Day and the Usos, because they hate each other. But they have a respect for each other. So even if you did have them together, it's fine. Of course, we've heard New Day and Usos. We've heard, seen that respect. I don't know if there's heat now, but I remember right after they had that match, then we saw it. So I think that is definitely something they could have done different. I'm going to teach you people another little touch. I told you about the uh, video wall, about the music with the Usos. Dennis, pay attention. Look at the microphones that they were using the new day. They were the blue mic flags. Again, inside terms, it's called a mic flag. Those logos, now how it can Miz talks, they spin it upside down. They have the mic, you know what I'm talking about? Where you see the WWE logos upside yeah, down, yeah. like M. Okay, that's called the, well, you know this, Dennis. It's called a mic flag. I'm telling, I'm telling all the jobbers out there, not you. You're a genius. You're a production man. <laughs> uh, it's called a mic flag, jobbers. And But if you notice the mic flags that the Usos had yesterday, it was a nice touch. They were blue. They were the SmackDown mics. I like that. That was a nice little touch. Uh, that's a nuance done well. They they traveled, invaded, and they brought their video wall and their mic flags. What the fuck are we doing? So that's what happened over there. <laughs> Excuse me. God, that's... congestion. Horrible. But I battle through. I power through. I'm a pro. Like I said, I don't have a problem. At all. With them taking those titles off of, uh, you know, the Shield. I have no problem with that. And I have no problem with the way it was done. Total distraction, all that stuff. There was a word said very ending towards Raw by one of the commentators. I don't know which one it was. I can't remember. I didn't write it down. <sighs> Man, here was a head. I don't even remember the line exactly, but it perked me up. My ears up. I'm like, wait a minute. And he said something like, um, I don't know if it was Corey Graves or something, like a setup or something like that, kind of like the Usos were there to set up the shield. Not the Usos, I'm sorry, like the, the New Day was there. Almost like almost like Cesaro and Sheamus were in cahoots with the New Day. Like the New Day helped them win. Like it was set up that way. I, I don't remember the line. You didn't catch this, Dennis? Uh, no, not the line. But when... Um... When you were talking about having the Usos come out, I was thinking you could do that and just because SummerSlam uh, Survivor Series is only two weeks away, you could have the Usos cut a promo if they did come out and be like, look, we didn't want to face the Shield. We thought that you guys were the weaker opponents, and boom, there's your... That's the easy way to go about that. That is part of the problem with you, okay, uh, is you're like most humans. You get comfortable. And... You're like most humans around me because I make people comfortable. I make people feel good about themselves and confident. Are you sure about that? Kind of. And the thing is, that's you. And we you know, we know what happened last night. It's the white elephant in the room. Not you, Dennis. It's the white elephant in the room of the double agent. Now, <laughs> our friend Lee Mean put out a nice video and uh, you can go to my Twitter account and watch it. <sighs> I swear I want to do a snot rocket so bad right now. I thought it was coming. I heard the buildup. Big fan of snot rocket. <laughs> so um, 
Lean Mean, uh, what's Lean Mean's Twitter again? LM Fight, what is his Twitter account? Well, he, he tweeted it and I retweeted it. It is LM Fight. So, and he put together a little montage of when Booker T and, and they alluded to the stuff about Corey Graves being a double agent. And in this montage, he shows the date, the timestamp, as we call it in the business, of that I said this, you know, last week or whatever it was. And in this little montage, uh, you had a co-starring appearance, Dennis. And as usual, you came off like a fool. That's what I do best. And (laughs) you're the punchline. That's what someone told me a long time ago about you. (laughs) You said, I don't think double age is the right word, Taz. Remember that part? Oh, very much so. Why did I go into this with you? Uh... I because ju- oh, I would you say I was a normal <laughs> I was a normal person because I was talking about how if the Usos came out they could use that. Oh, you're getting comfortable. Yeah, you start. You, you act like you, you you're breaking down pro wrestling. You're like the captain now. You're you're a pro at breaking down wrestling. I forgot. Buy a hat. I got it. You have no idea what you're talking about, sir. Please, when I'm spitballing about wrestling, just just go eat a gyro in the corner, and and you and Seth can set up the fake video shoot you guys did when you were eating. I know that whole thing was a work, by the way. No, no. Tubby was eating there all by himself. <laughs> it's hard to catch an animal in the wild like that. Uh, let's go to New Jersey, and uh, phone lines are lighting up here. Let's talk to uh, Miguel in New Jersey. Miguel, you're on a Taz show. What's up there, guy? All righty. Miguel, you there? Yeah, Taz. Good morning. How are you? Or a good moment, sorry. Wow. Yeah, what's going on, buddy? Hey, not much. I I just wanted to quickly uh, give some uh, some some thoughts and maybe ask you know what you think of this idea. But I think the reason the New Day invaded last night is because now I think the signs point to the three members of the New Day versus the three members of the Shield at Survivor Series. I want to know what you thought about that? Well, I said earlier there was an echo of my voice, Dennis. You heard that echo before. I thought there was an echo of me. Mm-hmm. I think the echo hit the part of New Jersey Miguel is in. Did I not say this, Dennis? <laughs> About three minutes ago, Miguel. <laughs> oh my! It's probably when I was calling in. My bad. I didn't hear that part. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No problem. Yeah, no. I, I, I definitely think that's a that's what I said earlier, and I, I agree. Yeah, it's. I, I don't think I'm the only person with this thought, but I, it's kind of seems like that's where they're going. Uh, New Day and um, and Shield for Survivor Series. What's your other thought you were saying? Yeah, so, you know, with that being said, with a couple of different Raw versus SmackDown, you know, tag team or five-on-five elimination matches, I mean, I mean, I know the the theme is Survivor Series, but do you think it, it gets a little bit redundant when you have a couple of different tag teams going on, matches going on? Especially Raw no, I don't think so. No, I, I can understand why you're saying that. No, they're different because, uh, thanks for calling, Miguel, because what they do is they explain it. They say it. You know, they call it a traditional Survivor Series matchup, which I think is the right way to handle it. I, I think you get as as many tag team matches you want, and I don't think it gets confusing. Um, that's what he said, right? Confusing? Is that what he said? I think so. He said the word? Yeah, yeah. All right, so I don't think so. I think it's fine. Um, it all helps build talent. And like I said, the, the, the I, I think you could have a better match, to be frank, with the Usos versus Cesar and Sheamus. I think that might be better from a physical matchup. I think these four guys' style will well work better together than if it was the Shield and the uh, Usos. That's my perspective on it. Anyway, 
don't know. I just think you, you got to have you had to have the Usos show up somehow, some way down. You know, last night because they are the champions. You know, I mean, something it just would have gelled better. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think if there's anything uh, if that's bad to do. I don't think it is. And most of the stuff I say is perfect anyway. So, all right, I'm going to go to break on that note. Uh, I'll start a break. Uh, well, we had a guitar and a pole match uh, last night. Uh, going to talk about that. Uh, so, yeah, then we're going to talk about Kurt Angle. How did Kurt Angle put these different talents, wrestlers, on his Raw team? Was it good or bad the way he did it? Dash Show, sit tight. I'll talk to you about it. Tuesday edition, talking some Raw. Rock and rolling here. Uh, Going to get into some chatter about that guitar on a pole match. If we just said that. We're going to get into chatter about that. Talk about Kurt Angle and how he added different wrestlers onto his onto his uh, Raw team. But first, I want to let you know that the support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that the home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage, and Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And the great part is, it's very simple. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your tenth, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision that's perfect for yourself and your family. Rocket Mortgage by Quicker Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, Mortgage Confidence. To get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash Taz. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. So, pardon my voice, and I'm, like, if you just joined the show, I'm sick. I got a little cold action. I got up a respiratory gimmick. Uh, I, got a, I got a vomitory situation in my throat. So it's disgusting and it's horrible. Um, you know, I was just um, <laughs> so, I was just reading something here, and uh, from uh, my man Ryan Satin. He's a, he's a writer. He does stuff uh, for Wrestling Sheet, stuff like that. I, I don't have the whole the details here, but there was something along the lines of uh, maybe Mike Johnson has more details on this when he comes on in thirty minutes. I'll ask Mike uh, about. Did you see this, uh, Dennis or Anthony? That uh, TNA Impact Wrestling, they're doing tapings this week in Ottawa, up in Canada, and they're paying extras. They're paying people to be in the audience. Unless I'm mis, unless I'm confused on, it's like a casting company. They're hiring extras to watch the show at the ta- the wrestling tapings. Not a good and, look. And, and Apparently, the way the hourly rate works out, what Ryan Satin put on here, it, it comes out to almost 150 bucks. It, okay, he says here, uh, if you're doing the math, it's $12.50 an hour, four hours total payday from November 7th to the, to the 9th, and you're looking to make like $12.50 an hour, four hours total per day. If you do the math, what Ryan's saying here is it's $150 just to stand there and watch wrestling. Oh, my God. That sucks. That's horrible. And if that's accurate and that's correct, that's yeesh, very depressing. Wow. 
I, I, oof. they can get it right. They have the talent. Impact has that. They have, they have the talent, meaning the, the wrestlers. They have, they have everything in place. They have everything in place. They can do this. You know, I'm not going to bash them for that. I just, it's, it's, I, I don't think I've ever heard anything like that. I, 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 it's tough for me to wrap myself around that. I got to be honest. I'm, I'm just going to change the, the gears right there. Uh, let me go out. To, speaking of Ottawa, we have a call on the line from Ottawa. Uh, Dion, you're on the Taz show. What's going on, buddy? Good moment. Good moment. Yeah, I was actually talking about something else, but um, I actually I did notice about the whole paying for. Uh, I actually saw a bulletin board about them paying to get like people to come to the show. Let me ask you a question, Dion. Now, so you yeah. live in Ottawa, right? Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So now, how did you? You said a bolt. How did you hear about this? Short on social media? Is there something uh, like a, locally? There was like, um, there was a link on Facebook for it. Like, actually, someone sent it to me. But there was a link on Facebook saying. But the thing is, you have to be a a paid background like actor to apply oh. for. You can't just be like a random person. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That well, that part makes sense. That part makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That okay. But still, that doesn't make it like you know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, are you going? Uh, are, no, are you going? I, I went to Bound for Glory, but but I couldn't go to the rest of the shows because actually, like, I'm from Ottawa, but like, I live in Toronto for school. Okay. So I had, okay. So I had to come back to Toronto for the rest of the week, so I, I couldn't go to the shows. But I told all the people in my like to make some easy money if they have like any kind of background, you just get paid to watch wrestling. But it's crazy, man. That's what crazy. Is, what did you want to talk about, bro? What did you want to talk about? How was Bound for Glory? How was it when you were there, Bound for Glory? It was actually, uh, it was actually really good. Um, it, it surprised me that they were doing that because the show was was sold out. It was pretty packed, and uh, it was a great show. I've been a fan of uh, <clears throat> of Impact Wrestling for like a while, like back when like AJ Styles was on it and everything. Yeah. And uh, the top to bottom was a great show. Uh, LAX, the had a street fight that was really good. Uh, there was. The Monsters Ball, even the main event, Eli Drake yeah. versus uh, Johnny Impact. Like it was all, it was a really good show, top to bottom. All really, really good talent, real good wrestlers on there. They were all le- legit men and women on that roster. Gail Kim, you got to see her uh, retire, yeah, her but yeah, the title. Yeah, and she's a Canadian, I believe. She's from Toronto, Gail, yeah, right? She's from Toronto, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, answer... <coughs> sorry, guy, continue. Oh no, I was gonna say, Petey Williams is from Canada too, and he's yeah. on the show too. Tremendous talent. Petey's underratedly good. Uh, I know Petey. Yep. Um, here's the thing, dude. Like you had saying, uh, you know, I don't know why you, you kind of alluded to saying that it was packed and sold out for Bound for Glory, which is awesome. So why would they have to pay folks to go to the tapings? Well, the thing is, bro, like I've been part of a lot of TNA tapings in my career down in Orlando, Florida, because these tapings are long. They, they tape weeks of tapings in it takes three, four, three hours, four hours sometimes, you know, two and a half, three, four hours. And people leave. It gets it gets boring because there's some downtime in between the matches. So I think that's why they know they're going to be in Ottawa for a couple of days shooting a lot of TV, and they're going to lose people. It's not like – and the, the difference is – and Dion, thank you for calling. The difference is when you're in Ottawa or any other place except <laughs> Orlando um, at a theme park or Ottawa or wherever – you're going to lose people when you're shooting that much TV over those amount of days, and, and TNA, Impact Wrestling, knows that. So what's the difference, Taz, with Orlando? Well, the difference is you're shooting TV at a little place called Universal Studios. So what happens is it's almost like they treat the wrestling show, the Impact Zone, like a theme park, where you just you don't pay, you come in, 
And if it's 100 degrees outside, which has happened a lot, people come in just to cool off in the air conditioning and watch them wrestling. So they would get a steady flow of, of people, usually with kids, and that's that's that would help when you're shooting that much TV. Now, when you go to Ottawa, that ain't happening. See, so <laughs> you got to get people to stay in the building somehow, you know? Dennis, you feel me on this? You just learned something new again. It's funny you said that because when I – I think I was in like second or third grade – and we went to Disney with my family, and that's exactly what my parents did. Yep. We went well, to. Well, because a, I, you were I, probably a little overweight, and you were hot. Oh, well, I'm always hot. It could be. I could be in Ottawa right now, and I'd be hot. So what happened? Tell me the story. You guys went and got McDonald's French fries. They have. The, you know. You ever see that little stand at Disney World? They have McDonald's. Oh, French fries. Of course I do. They, I'm banned from there. Not not the chubby kid again. It's nothing like eating steaming, boiling, hot potatoes when it's 100 degrees, 90% humidity. Yeah, that's what I want. That's, that's good. That's healthy. <laughs> I can always eat French fries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But we, uh, tell- I think it was, I think it was WCW. I was too young to remember. But uh, my my sister, like the, I, I was too young. I want to say Lex Luger was there. It was a taping for something. And uh, my parents took us because it was it was hot out and there was AC in there. My sister got like one of the guy one of the wrestlers uh, like the Bret the Hitman Hart shades. It wasn't Bret Hart, obviously, but like she got all the souvenirs. She was like, "I love wrestling." And I was like, "Back it down, sis." Your sister Seth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like Seth. What happened there? It was weird. Oh, Seth. Seth never hit puberty. <clears throat> well, that's a shoot. Um, <laughs> uh, right, is your story done? Because I, I need to. Yeah, that story sucked. It. I can admit that. Horrible. I mean, it's, how are you going to do dead air with, with Anthony? Your stories are horrible, dude. I mean, uh, any update, by the way, uh, before I go on talking about Raw, about uh, Pat McGroin with the vote for Lincoln Park, New Jersey? Is he winning? Is he how's, how are the polls looking? Polls are open. Okay. Uh, right. right now, it's neck and neck. He trails 48 to 52. Okay. That's uh, he's competing against Bobby McCracken, right? He goes by Robert now, but yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, do we have a field reporter at the uh, at the gimmick? Do we have? Uh, I know we were looking for a field reporter we, to go. We yeah. will have we will have one around nine thirty to give us more of an accurate update as the polls progress. You you've been in touch with a, a field reporter for this to go to New Jersey and handle this, right? Yes, I've talked to uh, a New a New Jersey representative, not Chris Christie, but I, I'm in I'm in touch oh, with a with a New <laughs> with a New Jerseyite. Jersey might be having a hard time getting over the bridge if it's Chris Christie. <laughs> <laughs> but doom boom. Um, yeah. Um, so, guitar and a pole match uh, sucked. Um, so, there's your evaluation of it. Uh, <laughs> Jason Jordan beat Elias in his own match, which just was, I don't know what to say. I, and, and I love Elias. The guy was entertaining. To start the gimmick off with the spotlight with no guitar, and it did the Wonder Wall thing, and it, he didn't sing it. It was very funny. He, he's great. I I love I love the guy. I almost say I love Oasis. That suit does Wonder Wall. <laughs> I love Oasis. I love China. Maybe Wonder Wall. I said, Mugroin, you're gonna be the one to save Lincoln Park. And Maybe that's not Wonder Wall. That's Oasis. That's not Wonder Wall. That's a yeah, different it song. Is. They don't say maybe in Wonderwall. Maybe. Pat McGroin. 
Will you be my girl? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, we could do a whole uh, album on, on Pat's electoral songs. I want to know. Oh, oh, will you want my groin? So, uh, <laughs> Jason Jordan won the match. He hit Elias in the back with the guitar. Um, you know, the whole thing. I think this was like a, I don't know what this was like a rib, a joke. I don't know what WWE was trying to do with this on a pole thing. They did the pole thing right. They had a spotlight shooting at the pole before the thing. They showed a guitar hanging there. They they did the production of it. It was pretty cool. The whole concept is not good. And um, it, it, way Elias went up and just got the, the guitar, it was very anticlimactic. Like it just, it was like no build. Like it was no. If you're gonna do a match, you gotta. I just think they should have laid this match out a little better than it was laid out. I know it's a gimmicky match, and then and there's a guitar shot to the guy's back, not to his head, which I respect. I understand with concussions you can't do shots to the head, and and I respect that, and I agree with it, by the way. But you know, I don't know. It just he hits him in the back, Jason Jordan, and look. I mean, I think this Jason Jordan thing here, um, it's. Uh, you know, him being put into this Survivor Series matchup by Kurt Angle in storyline, his father, which is, as we know, it's not. Um, but, um, like, I I just picture someone, you know, jumps and listens to my show live, and they're not, they're like a casual fan that doesn't subscribe to the WWE Network. And, like, Kurt Angle's son is Jason Jordan? What the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just heard Taz say that. that that's why I have to say in storyline. But the Raw team... Now, Jason Jordan's on that Raw team, on Kurt Angle's team. Booker T's reaction was perfect. They're letting Booker handle it the right way. He should say the kid ain't ready for the spot. He don't deserve it. I like that. Um, uh, he doesn't fit the spot, but he fits the spot if you're going to turn him heel. And if he's going to cost his father's team the, 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 you know, the match against Shane McMahon's team, then it's perfect. You know, uh, then it's perfect. And I, I think that's kind of what you got to do here. You know, I think some people realize, too, um, this this could be a, a definitely a moment. It's almost like you're waiting for this guy to turn heel. It's just because he's such a bad babyface. I'm just being honest. He's just not a good babyface. No matter where he goes, that I've seen him on television. In the United States, UK, wherever, he's just, he, he, he's just, he's not over. Uh, you know, with American Alpha, uh, when they were together, him and Gable, those guys were getting over. They, the people liked them together. I'm not saying Jason Jordan don't have the ability to get over, but the way they're doing it right now sucks. And I think WWE knows that. And they, they're running with it until Survivor Series, and then I think the turn's coming. I, I, I don't think it's a shocker for someone to say this. I think that, uh, uh, well, Dennis, now this is the part. Hey, Ant, you know what's going to happen? Dennis now is going to act like he knew he's going to say the same. Like, oh, yeah, of course, that's obvious. Ant, right? Is that what you're going to do right now? Yeah, he would have just changed like three words that you said and then tried to play it off on his own, and then you would have made him say ditto, and he would have just said ditto. Yep. yep. That was it. All right, so next segment. <laughs> did you, no, uh, honest, try to be honest for once, Dennis. Did you Did you think that, that did you initially think that they're going to turn him here when you saw heard that Kurt Angle? No, I, I didn't. When, when he announced him, I just... It, he feels like odd man out so far. I, I know uh, SmackDown has one more person to announce, but just like yeah. looking at the, what is it, nine guys, I guess, right now, yeah, he just looks guys. odd man out. 
Yeah, he just doesn't belong. You know, he really doesn't. And but I want to say the way that WWE went about this and the writing was very good. I enjoyed the way they had Kurt add people onto his team, and I did. I I liked it. Um, I definitely liked when when you know Finn Balor and Samoa Joe had a really good match. Went to a double countout. It was physical as hell. The announcers said that these guys have a history together and all that stuff. They did the right thing there. And then during a big pull apart, uh, which was pretty good with Joe and Finn, I thought, uh, Kurt Angle comes out. I love the intensity. I love the, the the passion, whatever the heck he said. And he puts both guys on Team Raw. I like that. I thought that's a very good way to add two legit guys to the team. It's good writing. I think it was smart. I I, I definitely I like that. Um uh, I you know, and I have I don't have a problem the way Kurt added Jason Jordan. I just have a problem with Jason Jordan being on the team. <laughs> so, but if you're gonna turn him heel, then I got no problem with it. You know what I'm saying? Then I got no problem with it. So it, it works. Uh, I also got to tell you people, I loved. I have to tell you this. I loved the opening segment with Miz and Kurt. Miz and Kurt have a great chemistry. They work well together on air. And uh, I thought it was really cool where Miz was showing Kurt's shortcomings in B-roll footage with the under siege attack and Stephanie yelling at Kurt and all that stuff. I thought that was perfect. But even more than that, I thought it was excellent the way they had Kurt Angle tell the Miz that he's facing Strowman last night. That was great, great pop. And I really love that uh, it, 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 how Kurt explained in that that Strowman, like the only little caveat, would the, the business end of it was with him and with, with Kurt and uh, uh, Strowman that he gets a shot, he gets a, a match, I should say, against uh, Miz tonight type thing. I like that. Like that was like so. Kurt brought you behind the scenes of how his deal worked with um. With Strowman, where he said, "Yeah, no problem." Now, you didn't hear Strowman. No problem, Kurt. Uh, fine, I'll be on your team, but I want to, I want to wrestle, I want to fight. You know, um, uh, Miz. I thought that was excellent. That and Kurt Angle's performance in that promo towards Miz in segment one last night was excellent, and so was Miz. Uh, I, I really, I'll tell you, I really enjoyed Raw. I thought it was a good show last night. I liked it. Um, and you know, if I don't like it, I'll tell you. I'll rip it. I'll tell you the truth. I'm not going to sit here and work you. Well, bullshit you. Uh, Lord knows they're not hiring me. I don't have an agenda to get hired by them. So uh, they, they, you know, I've had so many people tweet me since last night, you know, saying stuff about them, hacking me, you know, especially with the whole double agent thing and all that. And I, look, it's been going on for a while. I mean, it's been going on for a couple of years. And I kind of tweeted out just so you guys know, like, whatever it is, what it is, because they're never going to acknowledge my show. They're not going to acknowledge my existence. They won't. Um... It's not just me. There's so many of us out here that they don't do that with. When you're in there, uh, you're the greatest thing in the world. And then once you're gone from in there and you're out here, you're you don't exist anymore. That's what's going on in WWE for ages, you know, for ages. So they they'll you know, but you know what? Hey, you know, things are changing with the Taz show, possibly, possibly for 2018. So. Uh, We'll see. And and I'm not going away, let's put it that way. But things are changing, possibly. Big possibility. And I can't explain that right now, the details. But my point in saying it in this conversation about WWE and stuff of them at times hacking some stuff, I say, um, and not acknowledging or giving credit or nothing like that or even just anything, um, I might not be a source of content for them one day. 
You feel me, Dennis? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, know? you <laughs> the whole it's lean mean. To, to respond to that. <laughs> the lean mean video with the double agent. When I heard it last night, I started dying. It, uh, it's just oh, yeah. they really. It's uncanny how much stuff they pull from you. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And uh, you know, some say, "Oh, stop! You didn't invent the word double agent." No, I did not. But you're right. But I did say it about this storyline last week in those exact words. And it's not just this. It's so many different things. But it's okay. I'm not whining and bitching about it. I'm used to it by now. I mean, I'm, I'm close to 500 shows here, and I've been dealing with this. But it's okay. It is what it is. No problem. You know, and, and so many, you know, I've had people say, well, where, you know, who's telling Booker T to say that? Well, I don't know. It could be a couple of different things. It could be Booker T on his own. I don't think it's the writers. The writers, 99% of the time, stuff like that that comes up um, in a conversation or something like that. Like very, I got to tell you, in my time as a commentator there, it's rare that the announce, I'm sorry, the writers come up to you and tell you, I right, look, we're going this way, go this way, say this. They don't do that. It's all about Vince McMahon when you're an announcer there. When you're on Raw or SmackDown, it's about Vince. So what does that mean? It's about Vince. Well, I'll tell you what that means. That means if you talk to an announcer, I'm sorry, a writer early in the day, say, hey, uh, Brian, um, should I go this way or this or that way? What do you think? Uh, you know, when you meet with Vince before the show, ask him. I'm not sure which way he wants you guys to go. That right there is the blanket statement. Trust me. Unless something changed there, and I don't think it did, that's the blanket statement. And that's the blanket statement should be that. Of course, Vince knows, and I've said this at nauseum, that the announcers are the last extension arm to the audience, are the announcers. So Vince is in your ear to sell what he needs sold a certain way he needs it sold. So I don't think the writers told Booker to say that. Um, and it's no, I don't think Vince is the only guy producing the announcers these days. I think it's Triple H. I also think Stephanie McMahon, whenever she's there, is also. So who knows? Who knows who's listening to my show? Um, Booker could listen to my show or Michael Cole or, or Corey or I don't know who, Stephanie, Triple H, who knows? I don't. Only one I would say I don't think is listening to my show is Vince McMahon. I don't think he's paying attention to anybody's stuff except his, what he's trying to put out on, you know, with his, produ with his production of how massive it is. So he's not, he don't have time to listen to my shit. I could promise you that. That guy, he ain't listening. But um, other people, maybe. It might sound egotistical on my part, but so be it. I'm egotistical. Uh, WWE uh, won't acknowledge or say anything about, it won't give credit to a lot of people unless you work there because, A, they don't want to help promote you. And I understand that. I respect that because you're not helping them make money at the end of the day. Even though I talk about their network on a regular basis here. So I quasi-help them. Um, and the other thing is they, they, they don't, if you're not under, under their banner, I, I really believe that they don't think that anything you're doing is really substantial. That's if you're not in there, it's not substantial to them. It doesn't. It's 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 a little bit of an arrogance for sure. But it's just, you know, it's just the way it is there. It's just the it's the culture there, and it it's been the culture there like that for a long time. Now maybe, maybe uh, Triple H and Stephanie, and when the time comes, when Vince as Vince gets older, maybe that changes. Maybe the culture changes. You know, Triple H, we know he he's a fan of independent wrestling, and at times he'll. He'll do stuff or say stuff or acknowledge when he'll give them the rub or do something like that. You know, so that's cool. He's a wrestling fan, Triple H. There's no doubt about that. I don't think that um, maybe he won't uh, just ignore 
stuff. Uh, it, it, I think they understand Triple H and Stephanie the, and Shane McMahon the, the, how vital social media is, and you can't just maybe maybe there'll come a time where you, they realize you just can't ignore that there are other people out there doing other things, and at times, uh, you know, people can work together. Now, I'm not saying that's going to work with me because I give a full blown. I give a full-blown, you know, um, critique of their stuff. I don't pull punches, and I'm honest. And when they do something cool and good, I give my opinion on that. Like tonight, like last night's Raw, you know, I liked it. But if it's not good, I'm going to call them out on it. Like the the, the thing with the New Day uh, being there, not the Usos, you know, uh, that type of stuff. I don't think they're fans of me doing that. They... They don't want to be critiqued. Who likes being critiqued? Nobody likes being critiqued. But in, in wrestling, that's never really been done before. You know? So it, it's like, whatever. It is what it is. I, I'm getting off the rails here. I I, uh, I got to go to break, though. Other side of break, we'll have Mike Johnson on with the PW Insider Report. Uh, this is the Tash Show. I want you people to sit tight, and we will be right back. Hang on. Back one hour down, one hour to go here on the Taz Show on this Tuesday edition. Been talking raw. Uh, we'll talk to Mike Johnson a second with the PW Insider Report, and then uh, a little later on, I'll talk a little bit about the uh, Packers and the Lions last night. A little Monday Night Football deal. Uh, let's do that fancy day and uh, PW Insider Report open, please, sir. In a three, two, one. And now the PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike ten minutes. He gives us everything we need to know in the world of. Wrestling. Mike, how are you? Good moment, Taz. How are you? Good. Listen, I owe an apology, Con. I just realized something. I was saying earlier, uh, I was giving, I, I meant, I saw something online uh, while I was doing the show. I didn't see this last night. You posted actually last night. I saw something about uh, TNA, you know, they're doing, the, as you know, the, the tapings in Ottawa and uh, this week, and that, that you could basically get paid, uh, you know, a rate of $12.50. And I had mentioned that another writer had said this, and I didn't realize you had said it last night at like 7 p.m. on your, on your site, so sorry. It's okay. I know you're so busy with this, this move and everything that you can't have yes. your eyes on PW Insider 24-7, so it's okay. I, I, I usually do have my eyes on it 24-7, actually 28-9. I usually so do so it, while I honest. forgive you, I'd like to know why producer extraordinaire Dennis wasn't right there to jump in with, the new, with that information. He's tra- it's under siege. He's trying to bury me. Who's, uh, who do you think is carrying the boxes, Mike? I think Anthony's carrying the boxes. And I think you're standing there eating French fries, sitting on the boxes, going, yeah, yeah, good job, guys. <laughs> who was it on the Taz show that was known as the box killer? Was that you, Dennis? No, who is that? Yeah, I think it was. The box crusher, I think, was the Crush. name. Yeah, the box crusher. That's it. Yeah, was it, who was it, Dennis? All right, Mike, how can I help you? How 
can I help you? Oh, you, I'm helping you, right? You're helping me. I don't know. Am I'm I helping you? you? You're helping we're helpful me. guys. I don't know. I'm just saying, how can I help you? How can you help me? You can't help me. How about that? Unless I you got some you kind of because you wanted to know oh, more about the Impact oh, Wrestling paying fans I, I when, they're leaving, when I, they're leaving wrestlers home. Hold on, hold on. You can help me with something if you have any antibiotics because I have an upper respiratory cold. Uh, that you can help me with if you. Yes, I. Yeah, feel, that's the worst. I hate those. I feel kind of poopy. Um, yeah, so tell me more about this whole thing with the paying to watch wrestling thing. All right, so, it, you know, it's not the first time a wrestling company has done this. Back in the 1990s, Paul Alperstein's American Wrestling Federation, which did not last very long, but was syndicated in a bunch of major markets, including New York and Chicago and L.A., they, when they taped their TV, they paid extras to come and then directed them how to cheer, how to boo, things like that. Um, so it's not the first time this has been done. Uh, I guess they're worried about they're not going to fill the house in Ottawa um, and that they want to make sure that there are enough people there so it's television present. The television presentation looks good. So they went to a local casting company, and that casting company sent the word out publicly uh, via social media and through their own intermediaries that they are looking for people to come and basically play wrestling fans, hold up signs, cheer and boo, watch wrestling, and if you do this, it's a four-hour taping. You'll get paid $12.50 an hour, so it comes up to like 50 bucks a day. And so they are looking for people to do that uh, for every day of the taping. So I did the math, and the, the breakdown, that's what they call like that little casting sheet that I printed, the breakdown yeah. of, of it said that they'll, they're going to use 50 to 75 fans, 50 to 75 people a day that they're going to hire, which means paying 75 people that much money over the course of four or five days I think it comes out to like twenty grand, so they're actually mm, wow. willing to invest up to twenty thousand dollars in this. And where I scratched my head is, they had some people who were willing to pay. They obviously people who bought tickets for these shows because they've been selling yeah. them for months. Yeah, it might have made more sense to just sell the ringside tickets, make the general admission free, and maybe invest that twenty thousand dollars in bringing in some of the wrestlers. Who are not being used this week, even though they're they're already under contract. Well, here's the problem. I, I'll tell you. I hear what you're saying as far as supporting the wrestlers with that. And I had a bunch of referees leave. Well, every uh, referee left. Every right, referee in the company left. They're, pay, they're paying the local refs, I guess, or whatever it is. That's what they're going to use for the taping. So here's the thing, dude. What they should have done with that twenty grand, and this is the problem with TNA from when Dixie owned it, is the lack of brand awareness, marketing, and promotion. The Freaking money should have went into promoting that they were going to be there for that many days. Now, I don't know if you heard my show in the last segment, Mike. I but, did. Okay, so I got into, I explained, and you knew what I was saying. When I started explaining the difference between the impact zone in, in, at Universal compared to Ottawa or anywhere else, you know, you got a steady flow of people. That's why they don't have to do that there. Yeah, and, and you know, I, as you mentioned, you know, with Universal, they had a steady, steady stream of people who were always coming in and out of that of that uh, that that that, right. that uh, studio because there were people just they looked at it as part of the attraction the that was in the park. Part of the theme park. Yeah, part of the park. And that and I, we used to laugh about it, that we were like a theme ride. I mean, like it was just people, you know. But we always had people in there, but which was cool, and they were always into it, you know. Or they were just freaking hot as hell and they just sat there trying to cool off. They were exhausted. You had some of those people there, dead as a doornail jobbers. Yeah, we had that. You know, but uh, with but, Ottawa, you've got to get people who are willing to pay to come in the door. Well, now apparently you don't. But initially the idea was we, we need people to pay to come and invest in our company. 
And if you're doing this sort of casting to try and get people in there, uh, you're obviously not getting people. There's obviously not enough people there to invest. And that was a hard sell anyway because you got Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You want people to pay. And I know they did a VIP ticket where you got into every date. But to get people to come every single day out of their schedule of their lives to drive have, to that building. Dude, kids have school, park. man. Kids have school and shit. Like, that's yeah. odd, man. You know, this was going to be a hard sell no matter where they went for this for that right. many dates. Right, right. Well, they get so. the building a little cheaper, and that's how it works. Uh, yeah, it's... Um, you get what you pay for, so that's it's tough. It's tough because you got people during the week. It's tough. If people have jobs. People are working. People have to get up for work. Kids have school. It's an ambitious task. It's amazing how how they went to another country, yet it still almost looked like they were still in the impact zone. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I did not watch. I went, really, like that, like that. I didn't watch. Like uh, zone. I didn't watch Bound for Glory. I, I did not see it, so I, I was happy. You know, anything Gail Kim, I'm happy for Gail. Gail, I consider her a friend, and I respect the hell out of her, and she's had a great career. But I didn't see, I, I didn't see that. I, I heard some of the matches were good. I know they got some really good talent on the show. Obviously, the um, talent, I know one of the, the guys, talent is never in question uh, in no, that company. No, it's, no, it, no, it, I forget who tweeted it. Some there was somebody in WWE who tweeted, um, and I'm, I'm blanking, so I apologize. It's not meant out of disrespect. He, they tweeted something like to the ro- to the roster of Impact. You have never, you have never been, and never will be the problem. Oh no, it's not the that's not the problem at all. But I think the the the, the big kid uh, Moose, who's a, a, an excellent town, I like him. He had tweeted something out. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I know he was a little pissed off, and he kind of anybody who could. Yeah, he was that? angry at anybody who criticized the company, which I guess includes me, because if you read my coverage on PW Insider, I basically uh, kind of skewered them and said this is the same show. They always do the same garbage finish. They always do because the finish was Alberto hit the ring, interfered, beat up Eli Drake and Johnny Impact, and then put Eli on top of Johnny so Eli retained the belt, and then beat them up and laid them both out. So I was like, what? What? Did, that was your biggest show of the year. What did the crowd get out of this? How did this enhance anything? You just gave them the same garbage finish that this company has been doing forever and a day, except all the people who used to get blamed for this politically, whether it was Russo, whether it was Dixie, whether it was Jarrett, they're not there, and yet the company still did the same exact thing. And yeah. I thought that was a big—I thought that was a, a big middle finger to the audience. And on a night <laughs> where that company needed to kind of stand forward and say, "Hey, things are going to be a little different here," they just did the same old thing. And 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 that that on a personal level annoyed me because I spent forty dollars to watch this show. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. and it's it's not about like doing the angle with Alberto or or doing some angle to set up TV, but like it's the biggest show of the year. This crowd, if you look at the last year that company's been through, from the Billy Corgan thing to the Anthem takeover to all the talent that left to the Jeff Jarrett situation and so on and so on and so on, they needed to reward the audience that's hung in with them for a year. And that's, you know, as you know, ECW, when we bring up ECW because you were there, they always, when something went bad, Paul went out of his way to reward the audience to make up for it. WWE, just this last month with TLC, with all the viral infections, what did they do? They brought Engel back way earlier than they intended to. They brought AJ right. Styles in at great expense from, from the Argentina tour so that he could wrestle Finn Balor. They did what they needed to do to make up, for, make up to the audience when something went awry. 
Impact right. didn't do that. They said, all right, we're going to do our usual paint-by-numbers show. And I, yeah. I was very, very offended by that. Not as a writer. As a writer, I don't care. It's just my job to break it down. But as a fan, as putting myself in the position of someone who cared enough to spend $40 to watch the show, I was offended that it was just the same old thing, especially yeah. when all the old excuses were not there. Well, and, and you make a lot of valid points, and a lot of the things you said are reasons why I didn't watch the show or spend the money and watch it. And uh, I got a lot of problems, Mike. Money ain't one of them, but I digress. Now, here's the thing, okay? So <laughs> here's the thing. From Moose's perspective and, like, what, what by him getting upset, I understand that young man's position, and let me explain. From a not just a wrestler's perspective, but for... I've done that when I worked for TNA back in the day. You do defend them. Not everyone. I shouldn't say everyone. But I know why he did that because he cares. He's passionate. And I know you know this. He's passionate. He cares. And here's the key thing, Mike. When you're there, no matter if it's any company, not just TNA, if someone does some shitty booking or some shitty show, and people, no matter if they're a reporter, a fan, or a wrestler from another company, if they attack or say something negative about what the, your brand that you get paid from, your company, what they did, you get defensive because you're in the pit and you know how hard everyone's working and everyone's goal. So this kid Moose probably said and saw how hard everybody was working, how all the trials and tribulations they've been going through. So he gets defensive. I'm not making it. I'm not defending him in that realm. I'm telling you a mindset of someone like him when I did this and would defend TNA. Even though I knew there was a lot of shortcomings. I knew the goal was always a positive goal, and they wanted to make the audience happy, and there was a lot of money being spent and effort putting in. So this kid Moose probably feels the same way. I'm just saying, I know you didn't attack the kid. I'm just saying, like, that's why he's thinking that way. You know what I mean? No, and you have to also understand, one, he has pride in what he's doing. Two, he's, yes. he, two he did work his ass off, and I did, I did like his match, the Six Sides to Steel deal with King Mo and... Stephen Bonner and Lashley and America Top Team and all that. I thought that was a great story that they did. But you also have to remember, he's in the midst of preparing for his match. He's in the midst of getting ready. He's in the midst of performing. He may not have seen what I saw from my perspective as a fan or as a, as a reporter, as someone watching the entire show. He may have only seen bits and pieces of the show. And I do know from, from people that were at that building, fans who paid to go to that show, they told me that show was far better live than it came across on pay-per-view. Just and had a guy crowd, call the show. Just yeah. Bro, just had a guy call from Ottawa. He was on the phone yeah. with me, a fan. He, he loved the show. He thought it was great. So, I mean, if, the, if that's the case, and that's sort of a shortcoming on the production side. That, and, and you know what? I, I can't speak for every person that criticized that show, but I can only speak for myself. Yeah. I didn't say anything negative about any wrestler or any, any member of that roster. They it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They look, Mike, it doesn't matter. To the boys, it don't matter. It, it, not, not, and again, I'm stereotyping all the boys. Some of the boys would agree with you flat out. Most of the guys, dude, they don't care. They, they, they get defensive because that's how they make their money. They respect the work ethic by everybody that's in the company. And, dude, i got to be honest with you. The finishes, when you are on, uh, you are, are on the card as a wrestler, and no matter if you're the third match or second match or the main event, I don't want to say you don't care about other people's finishes or how fucked up the, the booking was on that, but you really don't care. It's none of your business. You care about what time people get to the building, how hard people are working, how much people are bumping, what the writers are trying to put out there, production and all this stuff, and that you're away from your family and people are working hard and you're hoping that you have a packed house. Those are things you care about. So when you're a wrestler and you see all that going down and then someone attacks it, 
the booking, you're like, hey, you know what, dude? No, you don't know what you're talking about. That's the, the stance of a wrestler a lot of times. I'm telling you. I know you talk to a lot of the boys over the years. Some are on the same side of what I'm telling you. And then there are some that would say, Mike, you know what? You're right privately. I got to tell you, the booking of these matches absolutely sucked. We need new writers or new agents or whatever. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I definitely heard from both sides yesterday. Not surprised. What else is going on? Uh, Well, I I don't know if you talked. I only heard the last 45 minutes of the show, so I don't know if you talked about the SmackDown plans for this week. But uh, one new Becky stuff you talking about? The what? Are you going to talk about the Becky Lynch, the intergender thing? No, I'm going to talk to you about uh, the team that will not be at SmackDown tonight because they're working the the Raw tour, the remainder of Europe. Uh, every night of the Raw tour, WWE sending New Day on the rest of the tour. So they're going to be continuing that story from Raw on the live events all this week in Europe. Wow. Interest. That is interesting. I didn't so, know and that. I, and I know Dennis uh, conceptualized the idea of the New Day against the Shield, I believe, earlier. I oh. haven't heard that, but I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> Nope. Dennis, Dennis, stop him, stop him, stop him. That w- I will not take credit for that. That was all Taz. Oh, was it Taz? I'm sorry. My apologies. Yeah. I was yeah, in every, once in while, every once in a while, Taz has a good idea. You know, he, he's been around a little bit. But go ahead, Mike, continue. Yeah, so as, as I said, as Taz, as you conceptualized earlier, Taz, <laughs> New Day versus uh, The Shield certainly makes sense, especially since we had heard yesterday that they were pulling Roman from the, uh, the elimination match, and they did announce Jason Jordan for that match. Now, hold on. I talked about – let me ask you a question about the Shield thing. I know I saw a little scuttlebutt about that, that that he might not be healthy enough, Roman, for, for Survivor Series. Is it definite? Did WWE put a statement? Because I missed that. Did they put no, a statement they, out? Of I, I, they were, there was talk backstage at the TV taping in Manchester that he might not be back. But then during Raw, they made a mention that Roman would be at, at Raw in Atlanta next week. So oh, the scuttle – I, I think what happened is – the word started to get around backstage that Jordan was replacing Roman in that in match A, which is what he was originally scheduled for, and people put two and two together and started getting five. Right. So right, I right, think, right. you know, Roman's going to, I think they're going to probably head towards Shield versus New Day, which that's a cool match. It's never been done. You know, it's six, six strong personalities. I like the idea. And they, wait, wait, hold, hold, hold. What's the idea? You're talking about the New Day and the New Day against the Shield at Survivor Series. If that's where they yeah, go. no, no, I know. I, 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 I was reading something when you were saying something about Jason Jordan. I thought you meant what? I'm like, no. I, right now, anything Jason Jordan done is not a good idea unless they turn him heel, which I think they oh, no, might no, do. I wasn't it. commenting on the Jason Jordan thing. <laughs> I was commenting on the idea of the Shield against New Day. All right, no, I got you. I got you. Okay, yeah. Well, that's interesting, though, about the um. About New Day on the, on those raw shots. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, that... so, because they, they do have to get the Shield back together on television because the November and December live events are all headlined by the Shield in, in right. re- reuniting. So they, they do have to get there. So, you know, maybe the Survivor Series will be the bridge to get them there since TLC was not. Right, 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 right. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. All right, everything else good otherwise? Everything else is good. Just uh, working on some stuff for PW Insider. I'm going to be sitting down and interviewing uh, female star Deanna Perrazzo in a couple of minutes uh, for the site. She's very well-traveled. She worked uh, WWE, done some WWE stuff, including an alternate in the Mae Young Classic. She's done Impact and ROH. Mike, and, Mike, yes. Mike, are you going to explain to my audience and me who Deanna is? <laughs> no, I'm just, just promoting my site. Mike, the girl. I cannot assume ever... that every single person listening knows who Deanna Perrazzo is. That's all. Dude, she had a regular... In the Indies, you know, she was one of the one of the three female wrestlers, indie wrestlers, 
that had a regular spot on my show for a long time, and I might bring it back if if it works out for everybody. We but yeah, her. she's a lovely lady. I know. I, I love Diana. She's great. Very I know her very well. About the business. That's why we're having our yeah. own PW Insider today. But make sure you tell her I said hello, and, and you I know will. she had a record. Yeah. So that's fine. No, please, so my audience knows. She's going to be on. Uh, we had Jonathan Gresham, who's a great guy who's been work, wrestling all over the world. Uh, yesterday, we're going to hopefully uh, have some other talents on later this week on PW Insider. I'm actually working on some European talents because uh, ICW's got a big show coming up next weekend. And uh, so, yeah, everybody can check us out at pwinsider.com. And if you want to skip the ads and listen to some of the audio, like the interview with Diana, you can visit pwinsiderelite.com. And sign up for three days free and listen to everything we have dating back to 2004. And hopefully stick with us and stay with our subscription side of the website. So, And, of okay. course, you can follow me at Mike PW Insider. And uh, I miss being on Skype, Taz. Oh, do you? Really? I do. Okay. You don't care. No, we'll... <laughs> no, no I care. We'll see. We'll no, see. I no, I care. I don't care. No, I'll see no, if I we can. We... <laughs> We're trying to. We've got so many things going on, as I you know. know. So I'm just trying to put out the, the right amount of you know content for everybody, and but yeah, no, but no, no, we're we're, we're working. Ah, you're doing a good job. I always, I listen. I was I legitimately listen to the show every day, either live when I'm starting my day or as soon as the uh, the the audio on demand drops. So I I, enjoy, I personally enjoy the show. So I know I know you're working under very unique circumstances right now, but you're doing a great job. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. And, and you guys keep doing. Pretty good too. Well, my team, that's a whole nother story. They need to all be fired. Um, Did I just, somebody that, shoot the cowboy, by the way? He disappeared. Cowboy. This morning, and I picked it up, and it was Anthony. I'm like, what the hell happened to the cowboy? Uh, he dead? Like, he's hey, down to a blaze of glory? What happened here? This happens. This happens sometimes. <sighs> Never know. Don't last. Sometimes it's, it's, show. It's, it's, it's rough in those streets of Red Hook. It's, it gets rough. I'm telling you, bro. It gets rough. You never know, and it could end quick. As quick as I make you. You know about this new character on the Taz show called Pat McGroin. You know him? Uh, yes, I am aware. <laughs> you should vote. Uh, McGroin. Are you going to vote McGroin? Uh, I may vote McGroin if everybody promises to vote no on Prop 1. How about that? That'll be the trade-off. All right, thirty-five eighty-seven. Make sure you check your dino. <laughs> make sure, make sure you check your Dynaflow because if your Dynaflow is not in the proper flow, it can uh, affect the Fabulite. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, I'm I'm completely confused and enamored all at once. Prefabulated oh. amulite surmounted by a malleable logarithmic casing in such a way that the two spurving bearings run a direct line with a panometric fam. These are what Dynaflows are, sir. You need to pay attention. This is how we do streaming a video and audio here. In, uh, I feel like I'm CBS. listening to that Scott Steiner clip. On that note, uh, Mike Johnson, uh, we Thank love you, you, and we will talk to you soon, big guy, all right? Take care, guys. Have a great day. Have a great week. Thank you, too, bro. Take care. Bye-bye. Mike Johnson. He's the of it. On that note, we're going to go to break. Outside of break, talk a little bit about... Uh, what about Pete Dunn? Pete Dunn, the bruiserweight. Ah, made his debut on Raw. What did the the human suplex machine think of that? That's me. I will tell you on the other side of break. Sit tight. Cash. So we got a nice uh, coming up. 
from the polls, apparently. Pat McGroin will be on the show. Look at that, Dennis. What a good get. That's, you did it. That's good booking. You are the man, bro. You want the next city council of Lincoln Park? I got you covered. He's actually at the polls. We're going to have him on the phone and actually talk to him about what's going on. In the in the voting booth, from what I've heard. He's voting for himself. Uh, all right. Well, let me. I, I, I want to talk about Pete Dunn. I will do that. Uh, maybe I should get into talking about Pete Dunn. Then we'll have Pat on, uh, uh, and then we'll rock and roll. Okay, so Pete Dunn uh, debuted yesterday. The, the UK champion debuted on Raw last night against Enzo and beat him. Flat out beat him. Pinned him. Um, in the UK, big, huge pop. Announces really, uh, really got over, um, really got over uh, Pete Dunn pretty strongly, uh, for sure. And uh, I thought it was I, I I thought he looked great. I thought he did a great job. I'm a fan of Pete Dunn. I've spoken of him uh, before in the past, uh, you know. So I'm I am definitely a big fan of his. And I think the kid has like uh, an amazing uh, an amazing amazing upside to him. I was surprised. I did not think that he that he would get the uh, that he would get the victory. I got to tell you the truth. I I am surprised. Oh, some crazy noise here. Sorry about that. I am surprised <laughs> I that he got on the, our end. I was like, what the no, hell's no, going on? I had the the, the fine on the fi- the fibrillator on the phantom some some the shame is phantom some burnum so uh so that's what happened I'm but anyway I'm it right now surprised that he got the victory I was I was surprised that he got the victory I was happy for him um I don't know what it does for your cruiserweight champion but Enzo uh, this is the deal this is the deal Enzo is going to be that guy who. They're going to let him talk and cut his promo, and then we heard the announcers basically bury him while he was talking. I'm going to tell you from experience, that's coming directly in their ears, the announcers. That's not them burying him. All right, is this thing done? Get the hook. Enough with this guy. That's not the announcers going to business for themselves. That I'm telling you. But uh, it was interesting because uh, uh, Fit Finley and I uh, had a kind of a back-and-forth Twitter thing going on which was cool. I have not communicated or talked with Fit in quite some time, so it was nice to hear uh, from him. But somebody was saying, uh, you know, hey, this Pete Dunn, he's a, uh, whatever he said, uh, someone tweeted this, uh, a really good, a great mix of uh, Fit Finley and Taz, you know. And Fit said, no, 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 uh, he's better than I, than, than, uh, I was, meaning Fit and Taz. Uh, this guy's great. And I'm like, whoa, hey, Fit, speak for yourself. Hold on there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and we we, uh, we we were joking back and forth. Uh, though it sounds like Fitz a big fan of uh, Pete Dunn, just as I am. So, um, you know, uh, it, it's look these young guys. They they that's the kind of a fit. And I were tweeting. You can see it on the Twitter feed. These young guys. I mean, a lot of them are just really good. They're really good in the ring, and it don't matter how big or small they are, how much muscle mass they have on them. WWE now is pushing guys for their athleticism and their work rate, and it's great. It's great. I mean, it really is. And and I wish that I was in my prom while that was happening because I I probably would have made a lot more money. Um, I humbly say that humbly. So, uh, but I was happy to see Pete Dunn. Uh, hopefully they do something now with this UK title, uh, and and let this kid do his thing and and push that brand and do something with that that division that they have that UK division because I think there's definitely legs there and there's money there. Let's go to the Motor City of Detroit. Chris, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, buddy? Hey, good moment. How's it going? Good, man. How's it going? Good. Um, I was just calling. I wanted to ask, did you watch any of the Monday Night Football game last night? I caught a little bit of it. I know your Lions were victorious in a nice big victory, 30-17. to 17, But that last uh-huh. touchdown by the 
was like the very end. That really almost didn't count yeah, as far as the yeah. team I, that I you got put on him. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Of course I know. But Stafford, your QB, had a great day. I mean, he was damn near perfect, 26 to 33, dude, 361 yards, two touchdowns. He looked great. Stafford looked great, man. Yeah, he looked really good. That one play when they were on the goal line where they got stuffed, I wish he would have threw it once because, I mean, they're not going to yeah. run the ball in there. They they can't run the ball at all. I wish he would have tried throwing it at least once. They didn't even yep. try. But now, so the thing is, you got a little lucky there because, uh, you know, uh, quarterback extraordinaire was not there for the pack and you guys are four yeah. and four they're four and four so i mean we got to see how the future you know lies for you guys because uh you know aaron Rodgers, when he's back uh things will change my friend you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean they look pretty good but there's a few things i got to work on obviously but i mean even without Rodgers, the defense looked pretty good they did. Oh, that's true. The defense did look good. I like Amir Abdullah a lot. I'm a Nebraska fan, so I like him. Hey, listen, I appreciate you calling, brother. Uh, Chris, I appreciate it. I, I, I do appreciate you calling, but <laughs> excuse me. I have to speak to uh, hopefully the next city councilman, uh, the next mayor of Lincoln Park, New Jersey. <laughs> Pat McGroin, uh from Lincoln Park, uh, not the band, the, the town. Uh, Pat Welcome to the Taz Show. Hey, Taz. Thanks for having me. You got it. So how's things? It must be crazy there. What's going on there? There's got to be thousands of people. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. Um, I voted. I waited in line. I voted. Um, um, walking around, trying to get, you know, my mind everyone to vote and vote Pat McGroy, of course. You voted for yourself? Um, I did, yes. I know that could be a little unfair, but I voted for myself. Well, you're the best the town has. You're the best, I am what, the we best got. what we got. Yeah. And, I, and it is time. I have a clear choice for change. Oh, that's obvious. That you definitely yeah. are a clear choice for change. Uh, do you have people that are walking around chanting, uh, you're the best of what we got? They, that they, that they putting you over? Are you wearing a Taz shirt? Sure. Give me more details, sir. Um, I have a couple people with me. We're walking around. We're just trying to remind people to vote and to vote for Pemagoyne. I mean, it's it's it's. Pretty mellow. It was a little busier in the morning um, before, I guess, everyone went to work. And probably a pickup, you know, after all the the, uh, people come back. But uh, right now, yeah, it's kind of mellow. We're just taking it easy and reminding everyone to vote Pat McGoy. You're taking it easy. Okay, well... Well, I know, I know, so, we, I know, we got to put the pedal, the metal to the pedal, and kick it up. But, I think, no, but, sir, sir, it's pedal to the pedal, metal. Pedal to the metal, yeah. <laughs> it's not metal to the pedal. But pedal right. to the metal, yes. Right. So, in your speech, your acceptance, and your award-winning speech, why do I hear myself, Pat? Lower your radio, wherever the hell you are. What do you got? You got me on the speakers there uh, to no, no. all the people at the the, the election. Is, is everybody no, can no. hear me because I'll I'll cut a promo for you if they can hear me. They can't hear. No, I ran inside real quick. No one's. No one's here. Um, I figured, you know, you don't want the background noise, but no, there should be no noise. Actually, I would love the background noise. Do you want to do this? (laughs) (laughs) Oh? Well, well, I I was outside. I was in a neighborhood, and uh, it was kind of windy, so I ran inside real quick. Okay. Well, yeah, the wind can cause a problem uh, for it. Yes. Uh, What kind of wardrobe? Did we go with the wardrobe? I didn't get my... uh, Taz Tegan time from ProWrestlingTees.com, so I had to make an alternate. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Let's back up. Say Dennis, what did you say? Dennis, what did you say? Pat, let me, let me help you out here. The, the problem was you just went to ProWrestlingTees.com. Oh, what you need Pat. to do 
is yeah. you need to go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash T-A-Z. That's where I did go. I did go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash T-A-Z. Um, but I didn't, get, I didn't get it in time for today. Um, Pat, it, uh, you sound, uh, Pat, you sound, uh, you sound excited. I'm uh, excited. In, I, I, yeah. I, I've been practicing my, um, my promos. I'm excited. Before you do a, a, a before you do a promo for us, I want to tell you like here on um, here on the uh, on the Twitter, uh, you know it's burning up. It's bigger burning at burn the comedian, uh, a Twitter follow here in fan of the Taz show. He says, McGroin, go big or go home, and he's right. Uh, right. So you have a lot of support. See, you have a lot of support on social media. Um, so you you said you're waiting to cut your promo. Um, well, well, I've been practicing it. I've been I've been rehearsing, you know, the one we, um, you know, are the lines we uh, we got down last time. I've been practicing them. I hope I'm ready to go. I don't know. I uh, want to do it right now. You probably perfect this all weekend. Go go do it. Right, three, two, one, go. I'm Pat McGroin. I'm a simple man, but I'm the best at what we got. Woo! The lean, right? Because we're not doing video. I can't see you. You did the yeah. video. Not the lean. Good. You could Perfect. hear you could hear the tilt in his woo. It was like a yeah. twenty-seven degree angle. Oblique tilt. So listen, I need you to do this. I think if you're, I think you should go out. It's noisy, right? Like when you go by the poll area. What do you call it? The election polls area. What do you call that area? Uh, the polls. I just call them the polls. Okay, go by the poll. I want to hear the ambiance, the nat sound, as we call it in the business, behind you. I I don't. You're not supposed to be on the phone in the polling area. So I actually I actually uh, went away from that. Okay, I, didn't want to, I didn't want to put myself in jeopardy. Pat, Pat. Yes, sir. Pat. Yes. You are Pat McGroin. You are the next city councilman of that town. Yes. You don't give a fuck what those people think. You do what you want, bro. That's how this shit works. <laughs> you understand that? You can't be subservient. Let me finish. You cannot be subservient to these people. You're the boss. You can't go in negative. You're not going to win, sir. You have to be positive. That's true. I just didn't want to do anything that could cause put me in jeopardy. So I try to be a little cautious today. So I figure, you know, let's you have to stay within like a hundred feet of, of of the polling area uh, with the phone. So I figure, you know what? I didn't want to risk it. I don't want to be out of the last day. Go one hundred twenty feet away. One hundred twenty feet away. Yeah, one hundred feet. It's kind of quiet. I mean, there's a it's a it's a parking lot. It's windy. Do you have Do you have your security around you? Um, no, no, no. I'm actually I'm by myself. I'm a man of the people. Um, you know, you know what? I'll, I'll interact. Come up to me. I'll, I'll talk to you. You know. What if someone comes up to you and I'm, kicks you right in the fucking nuts? Uh, you know, like you know, I'm a little afraid of that because some people are crazy. But but I don't know. I may have to. Uh, you know. Guy shoes you in the ball bag. Guy shoes you in the ball bag. You're not gonna know what to do. I'll tell you that right now. You're gonna That's bend down and go oh, yeah. down. No? I fall. You're right. I will fall. Pedal to the pedal. Um, remember, when you do your promo, it's pedal to the metal. That's how pedal you have to, to say it. Metal. Yes, yes, pedal. That pedal was my We uh, could I, add to the promo. I'm Pat McGroin. I'm a simple man. I put the pedal to the metal. I'm the best of what we got. Maybe it's too much. It's never enough. You can't have enough catchphrases. We could try it. Oh, yeah, we can. All right, good. Give it a shot. And three, two, one. He's waiting for this count. He's a pro. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I blanked out for a minute. Yeah, go, go, go. I'm Pat, I'm Pat McGroin. I'm a simple man. 
I put the pedal to the metal, and I'm the best of what we got. Woo! Woo! Yeah, do the lean, bro. Do the lean, yeah. Yeah, we going. Hey, Cocky Jones, you look confident. I love it, you <laughs> jobber. Awesome. <laughs> Seth, now Seth is a uh, a New Jersey native. Is he there in support of you? Um, no, I thought he was with I thought he was with you today. I mean, he's nowhere near me ever. Um, oh. uh, never ever. Um, not yet. I thought he would be there uh, by by you, but he's not there by you. No, I figured someone had to, uh, you know, uh, take care of this stuff this afternoon. Uh, you know, other shows that come in. He's going to have to work. That's riveting. Um, <laughs> I would have loved if he came and supported everyone. It would have, you know, we could have had a, a, the more people, the more the merrier, the more people out supporting, you know, to a party in the street. We could, you know, always about fun. I think if you get the people enthused, they'll come out and support Pat McGoin. Now, the guy you're running against, his name is Bobby Rodcock, correct? Bobby Rodcock. Right. Um, he's a little cocky, you said. No pun intended. He's a little cocky. He says, cocky. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little cocky. So uh, I, need, how, I need to beat him to wake him up. Wake, wake, I'd wake him talk up. to him. I'd love to. I'd cut a promo on that motherfucker in a second if you get him on the phone with me. Bro, I, I would rip his ass, okay? Um, I, I already know what the papers are going to say tomorrow. McGroin beats Rotten Cock. There we go. I, I love that headline. Well, his name is actually Rotten Cog. Sometimes people say it. it comes out the wrong way. It comes out a little R-rated, but it's actually Rotten Cog, I believe. Right? Uh, is that right, Pat? That is correct. Cog, rotten Cog. So sometimes people say Rotten Cogs. Cogs. That was a typo. Uh, yeah. Do you know where the VOM is? I'm sorry? <laughs> Do you know what a VOM is? A bomb, yes. No, a bomb with V like Victor. Vom. Oh, a bomb. No, yes. I don't know. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis, you want know to shut up, Dennis? Don't fucking just be quiet, okay? You're such a ham. Shut up. <laughs> you know what a bomb is? Like the um, the voice of the people. Oh my God! How are you gonna win? You don't know what a vomit is. When you go to the to the arena there, when you go to the Meadowlands, I don't even think they call it that anymore. When you go to the Meadowlands in New Jersey, you're a state representative. If you're standing in the vom, you don't even know you're in a vom. The vomitorian. Uh, okay, okay. I was thinking like a voice. Okay. You know what it is? Like the, you're talking about the stadium. What part of the stadium is the vom? That's the um, the, that, like the part where the uh, the event takes place. That's called the floor, the arena. So you're incorrect. So I'm trying to help you. You're at the election here. I'm trying to keep you positive. Right. You need to know all things, dude, because you got a lot of problems in Lincoln Park. So these people need to know that they got a guy like you that knows what shit is, you know? Yeah. So you need to know what's going on. So you cannot forget things. You need to be more well-versed. Right, I do. Okay. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Bobby Rottencock knows. Yeah, he, he, that's true. I got to, yeah, got to put him in his place. I have to, you're right, I have to be one better. I have to be better. I have to keep improving. 
and convince everyone that Pat McGloin is the clear choice for change. I got to say, you sound very confident. Dennis, do you notice this? He sounds very cocky. He's He's got a lot of swagger to him today. Political Pat suits him well. Political Pat. That's shit. Hey, Ant, you hear what's going on here? And does he seem a little too cocky for you? What do you think? I feel the confidence. I'm going to be voting today. I'm going straight there afterwards to put my vote in for McGroin. Jesus. Slam down McGroin. Yep. Uh, well, what's that? All right, Pat, we're in wind down here. Um, just never good for a, right. a politician. Well, thanks for thanks for having me, and uh, just reminding everybody again to to vote McGroin. Woo! All right, Pat McGroin, ladies and gentlemen. Good luck, Pat. Bye. Thanks. Bye. See you. God, he's gonna lose. He's gonna get his ass kicked. I don't know if I'm ever, ever gonna have him on the show again. He annoyed me a little bit there. I wanted to. I wanted to speak to some of the people at the polls. I mean, what the fuck? Now, I mean, what, that, that's, now that know. we hung up, I almost want to. I'm gonna. I've been doing some clicking. I almost want to call the desk. Can we call the desk? Uh, <laughs> Dude, I'm not kidding. If we could call the desk, uh, that'd be great. What's this? De- who's at the desk? Is it the front? De- I'm imagining desk? it's gonna be like an older woman. <laughs> like, hello, uh, Lincoln Park. New Jersey uh, Council. Yeah, call give me, just dial him up. Give it a shot. Come up. Give me a call. We're getting ready to wrap the show up here. See what happens. What's going to happen? Are you get in trouble? <laughs> Policeman, I'm in trouble. Famous last words. Uh, all luck. Mr. Pimento lives in friggin' Lincoln Park. You know, I live there, you fucking shock. What's happening, Dennis? I can't see you. What are we doing? Uh, I. I have like the town center. I don't know if. The... What is he? What what position is he running for? City council or is it town council? I don't think it's a city. State council. No, he's not a statesman. Vice president. Um. Let's. See. Want Anthony to call? Maybe Anthony should call. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send Anthony the number. Yeah, very cool. That should be good. Can we, will we be able to hear the conversation? Oh yeah. Oh boy. Well, he needs to act the right way. Um, what do you want to do? Check and see if they have McGroin. I mean, is Pat McGroin on the ballot? Can we write that's him not, in? I, that's a fair question. Do they have him on the ballot? What if he's not on the ballot? Then it's going to look like Pat lied. Oh, that's not good. Now we got voter fraud. Maybe we shouldn't do this, Dennis. <laughs> I'm, I'm so tempted. I don't want to. I know, but I don't want to get Pat in trouble. Yeah, I don't want to either. Let's let him get elected that, first, and then we can prank call him. Well, then we'll, it'll be every day. Yeah, I'll just give him a call every day. All right, well, hope you guys enjoyed your raw coverage, uh, Taz show here, and uh, some very little, not much football talk at all. Uh, it's a Taz show uh, on Tuesday edition. Hope you guys dug it. And that's the dealio. And uh, don't forget, go vote, vote McGroin. Hopefully he wins uh, against Bobby Rodenkog. And um, and I think that's it. Thanks to Mike Johnson, PW Insider Report. Um, and, yeah. I guess that's it, guys. Uh, without you, there is no Taz show. So pre- appreciate the love and the support, for sure. You know that. Um, and uh, for everybody in the Taz show, we thank you. And talk to you tomorrow. I'm Taz, you're not. Have a safe one. Have a good one. Take care.
said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends now my circle is getting smaller all these people acting fake man and to be honest I don't even have a top 10 me against the world I've been doing what I really love haters been hiding behind the screen man they movie cuts and when I'm back at home it never feels the same cause we've been doing our own thing trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at To go and pour another drink just to get away We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't let you go